Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette. In here with me today is a special guest returning for the second time, Mr. Aaron Gilbert. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, Aaron. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm actually really excited about this one. I'm pumped that uh, I made the cut again. So heck yeah, moving on up in the world. <laughs> Well, so for newer listeners, so Aaron was on the podcast um, earlier this year. It was episode 56, and that was actually, I think it still stands as one of our most downloaded episodes of this year. So, yep, Aaron is giving the fist pump right now. It was a very, very popular episode. It was super, super helpful for our listeners. Um, Aaron, so... Again, for our listeners who maybe have not heard that episode or are not familiar with who you are. So Aaron is our movement specialist here at VGFN. He is the master of movement, the master of training programming. He makes sure that all of our clients are in really just staying healthy and safe with their training, as well as having the type of custom training programs that are actually going to get you the individual results you need. Um, Absolutely. But Aaron, do you want to kind of give really quick again, a little bit of who you are, where you come from, your background? Yeah. So um, I've been in health and wellness for 13 years now. Um, It actually started with a uh, adventure down the kind of more rehab oriented uh, realm, I guess. Um, Started in chiropractic assistant, then moved to physical therapy technician, um, graduated with my kinesiology degree few years ago i'm trying to think now what was that 2017 i think then um just didn't get into pt school and it was god's biggest blessing honestly as i as i reflect and look back because i as all kudos in respect to physical therapists but there is a limit like it's basically they have to get you out the door and then there's there's not a whole lot of opportunity for continuing on that journey right seeing you to thriving versus surviving i think that's kind of a where they're like okay well now you have the you know, textbook range of motion. It's like, yeah, but I can't do all the things I was able to do. So I've kind of been able to blend those things. And, um, and then it's slowly based off of my own injuries. I started to become a very, very stickler. I'm that guy when it comes to like form and biomechanics and stuff like that. So, um, so that's kind of how we found each other. And, um, and then, you know, we took a, a mentorship together and then, uh, it just opened up and fell right. And, it's been a blast ever since. I love it. Absolutely. You have made a, such a difference in our clients' lives, really just like hearing how some of our clients are out of pain. They're no longer dealing with like back pain and hip pain that they've had for years and years, years. to just get them to that point is it's life-changing. And we're, we're so grateful to have you on our team. 
Um, but so for today's episode, so, you know, last time we talked a lot about a little bit more higher level around the value of strength training and kind of breaking some beliefs and really educating people a little bit. Today, I want to get a little bit more tactical. I'm, I'm hoping that with this Absolutely. episode, our listeners can walk away with really just a game plan on what they need to do to start strength training, even if they are completely new, a total beginner and have no idea where to start. Absolutely. So let's, do it. L- let's start there. Let's say, Aaron, I am, I am brand new to strength training. You know, I've been seeing on like on Instagram, that all the girls now are talking about that, like, you know, it's cool <laughs> to build muscle and like, it's cool to lift weights and like, it's kind of alluring. It's kind of interesting, but I don't know what to do. I've maybe used some like dumbbells before, maybe in like a orange theory class or something, but yep. you know, I'm, I'm scared. I, I don't want to just like pop into some big globo gym by myself and have no idea what to do yeah. and look like an idiot. So what do I do? Where do I start? Well, first I want to point out that uh, the likely, and I know that there's some shaming videos out there, but thanks to uh, Joey Swole on TikTok and Instagram, he's bringing those guys down. Have you seen him before? Oh, I don't know. No. So he, I love Joey Swole. So he will actually call out other fitness influencers and gym goers for making other people uncomfortable and making fun of them. So, um, (laughs) and he is like, you don't, the dude is jacked. He is yoked. So, um, but the point I want to make is, you know, it's intimidating to take down this, this journey or this adventure. Um, especially when you take it public, right? Meaning when you go to the gym, I promise you though, this, this journey is so, uh, for many people is so vain that they're not, they're not going to be looking at you. So don't first off, like, just don't stress, like, Take a deep breath and um, and just come up with a game plan. So that's what we're going to try to help you do. So uh, there's two avenues, right? You have the at-home avenue, and then you have the the public gym. You know, even if it's a small local gym or you know maybe a warehouse gym, whatever it may be. Um, I definitely do believe it's worth the investment, but I'm going to just assume that we're not at that point for for the newbie, right? Meaning investing in a coach, a trainer, something, right? Um, and then I also want to match the goals up with the game plan. So remember, none of this. So, well, hold on. Let me rephrase. If you're going to get stronger and move better, the gym and, and strength training, all those things are perfect. If your goal is weight loss, going to the gym is not going to complete that by itself, right? And that is coming from someone that literally made his money purely by being a trainer and not addressing any nutrition. So I had to basically wrap myself out and say, oh, wait nutrition does matter. Like it really does. <laughs> and you can't outwork a bad diet. So, um, and ever since I started working on my nutrition, not only just aesthetic, but strength has gotten significantly better. So they go hand in hand. Um, I think the next step is let's go down the gym membership, right? So first off, find one that's easy, convenient, right? Um, obviously you want to balance that with like quality reviews, maybe do a little bit of research on, on reviews. Um, there's enough Karens out there that'll let you know which ones are the bad oh, ones yeah. <laughs> uh, and be very vivid with it. Um, so, you know, find one that's convenient because it's going to take away some of the obstacle, right? You know, if it's 20, 30 minutes away, the likelihood, your, your percentages of adherence is going to go down very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, five minutes, you got a good shot that because you've taken away one of those excuses. Um, definitely take advantage of, um, I did it with, with genuine intent. Some of these gyms have like a free session with a trainer and like, go prepare. Don't just go and like show up in your flip flops and, 
in pajamas. Like I, you would be surprised what, <laughs> I mean, I've had people show up in slacks and, and a business shirt. And I'm like, they didn't tell you this was a workout, was it? And he's like, no, I didn't know. So definitely take advantage of that free stuff. Yes. Be aware. They are going to sell. They're going to try to sell. That's their job. That's how they feed their family. So don't blame them. But I genuinely love helping people, especially younger people. Cause I empathize um, because I remember what it was like for myself. So um, when you pick that right place that's, you know, conveniently located with matched with quality, right? Um, and don't go breaking the bank on the first gym membership because you're really going to create a toxic relationship. You're going to be very upset with yourself mm-hmm. there. Um, and then take advantage of all the, the free opportunities and, and try to, to gather information from that. Now, if you're going the home route, um, I think it's going to be a little bit different of a journey, right? You're going to have to acquire some, some uh, equipment and things like that. So, um, but let's, do you want to continue down the gym route first before I, I split? Yeah. Yeah. So let's, I definitely want to talk about as far as what that looks like working out from home. You know, we have a lot of clients that work out from home and I know a lot of people are interested in at least starting there, if not always building out a home yeah. gym and staying in that realm. But for those who maybe want to kind of ease into trying out a gym, like, mm-hmm. okay, so I get my gym membership, you know, I, I join Crunch Fitness, you know, it's only like $15 a month and I'm good to go. Yep. What do I do when I show up there? You know, it's my first time. I've never used this, any of this stuff. The machines are intimidating. I see people with like barbells and like, I don't know what to do. So I just yeah. hop over to the treadmill because I, I feel safe doing that. And I yep. just do my little couple of minutes on the treadmill and then I leave and go home and I feel disappointed in myself because I want to strength train. How do yeah. I get started with that? What do I do, Aaron? Talk me through it. Okay. So um, I would get familiar first so you don't feel like you're the wandering person. So maybe on that first sign up, you actually go walk around and just get familiar with where everything is, right? Because I have seen people, you know, as a trainer that was in a, in a corporate gym, you see people kind of just wandering and I'm like, hey, let's, let's talk about what are you trying to accomplish and things like that. Um, the next thing is I... I would not go if, – if we're talking brand new to the gym, don't worry about the barbell. I know the barbell mm-hmm. is all over Instagram. I know it's, uh, it's fancy. It's all that kind of stuff. We're not going there yet. Like we got to we gotta crawl first, and then we can walk, and then we can run. Agreed so, um, yeah, I, and I don't even – you know, there's certain things, even as an advanced person that, that understands the mechanics of everything, I don't go throw barbells on, on people's backs all the time. I don't mm-hmm. – it's got to make sense, right? And even like back squat, like. I've kind of started getting away from it. Like I'll give it to some people if they really want that, that type of gain, but there's ways to, to make load. And uh, what I mean by that is like actually put muscle, you know, t- tension on the muscle based on the, the load available um, in a much safer way and get that return. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and there's just different functionalities. To it. Yeah. So, I think um, it definitely, you know, not to interrupt too. I think it really depends yeah. on like your specific goals. If it's more aesthetic, yeah. like you just want to look a certain way, you can get there without ever touching a barbell, which for a lot of people is like a bit of a relief. Like, oh, if I don't have to do that, scary. For other people, they're like, you know what? I enjoy the challenge of learning how to use this and they want to get there. And in that case, it's a different situation. We can work them through that. Like for me, I spent a long time working out in an Olympic lifting gym, working out with an excellent Olympic lifting coach. And that's where I learn to maneuver a barbell really, really well. So then when I first walked into like a bigger, more of like a crunch fitness style gym, and I saw people picking up a barbell with 
kind of terrifying form, I realized like, oh yeah. man, I got really, really lucky that I started out in that area where they really emphasized yeah. form and functionality. So, Well, I think that's an interesting point too, is maybe in that search, kind of reversing back a little bit, maybe in that search for the gym, a local might be very beneficial to yeah, you because good idea. the way they... Yeah, the way they run their business is by retention, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to deliver that more family environment, that more hands-on approach, even if you haven't purchased a service because they really, really value your gym membership. Like, mm -hmm. it matters to them. Whereas that, like a, like you said, a crunch, a Planet Fitness, your pennies in the bucket. Yeah. Like you're just, they make money off of you not coming because they have exactly. it, like 10,000 members, but they can actually only fit like 100 people inside the gym at one yeah. time. If everybody were to show Legally. up they would have to shut the place down because it would go against yep. like the fire safety standards. Exactly. So uh, that I, I like that you said it that way, because I think that's a really good uh, like nugget of information for the newbies is maybe pick something that's local um, and you kind of see people see some classes, try it out a little bit and just kind of see the environment and the feel for it. Um, so, and, and I agree with you if, if it's purely weight loss and aesthetics, uh, easily compare machines and feel comfortable and safe and then pair it with quality nutrition, game on, like you're mm -hmm. fine. Um, I will say if it's more athletic performance, you're going to want to move into some free weights. It doesn't mean barbell, but free weights. I've seen some phenomenal people that move great with just kettlebells. Mm. I think kettlebells is a highly undervalued uh, tool um, for many, many different things, mobility, warm-ups, uh, dynamic movement, uh, explosive movement, those type of things. So, um, you know, we'll get into that with the home one, but I, it just, I think it really depends on the, the, uh, objective for each individual, but come up with a game plan, like actually sit down. And I think we're going to jump into this in a little bit, sit down and plan your day before you go. Right. Mm -hmm. So that you kind of feel a little bit more confident. I think, and this is, I've seen this with when, when we coach people and, and, you know, in our field, um, the people that just, don't plan anything in my fitness pal and they just show up for the day, they feel helpless, right? Like they feel like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know when to eat, how to eat, how much to eat. Like, it's like, yeah, cause we didn't sit down and we didn't think this through, right? You wouldn't do that for a test. You wouldn't just show up for a test and never study it's the same thing for the gym too. So kind of have an idea. Um, I, I hesitate to say Google, but maybe find some educational Instagram account. And I'm very specific with that word. Uh, you know, Team VGFN is one where we talk about a lot of health and, and wellness educational stuff. Um, one of my favorites, I've talked about them before, Squat University. I was about to say. A, yeah. <laughs> if you're not following account. Squat University on Instagram, that's an excellent educational account. And he's so uh, – he's backed by research. Mm -hmm. um, his name happens to be Aaron, too, so I think it's a quality person. So it's obviously uh, <laughs> you know that it's going to be a great – Yeah. Great no. <laughs> so um, – and he he addresses immobilities. He addresses mechanics, he, and he shows you tactical solutions, which, see, I think a lot of people – there's certain accounts where they only show you tactical stuff, but they never show you how it applies and when, and then vice versa. So he does all of it. Go to his YouTube account. He's got just hours on hours. So that's someone I would uh, highly encourage to follow. And then that way you can start understanding how things need to be done safely, um, when they apply, how they apply. And then uh, after that, we can start jumping into, I think we'll get into it, is actually coming up with a routine, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. I don't know which one, if you one more thing I want to add on to that too before we even move on yeah. there. Because I almost, I love that there is such just a plethora of information available out there nowadays as far as 
how to work out and how to do the things. I also, it worries me at times because I do want to put out there as far as, especially with like reels on Instagram nowadays, the amount of times I see videos come through of a, you know, a fit chick working out, showing how to do something, but the actual, the form and the movement is not only, yeah, not only garbage, but it's really just unsafe. And I really worry too, that a lot of people are learning how to lift from that kind of content out there. And so I just, I do want to say, if you are interested in learning how to lift and how to get better, I mean, seeking out quality training, like one-on-one coaching is going to be like the most optimal. The next best thing is to really do your research and find the quality accounts and just only really look to them and put the blinders on when you see the other stuff. Because you just, if you're new, you won't be able to tell the difference. And it's really important that you aren't learning from the the garbage. I've kind of come up with a theory if, and it's not bulletproof, so so don't take me for this. But um, if they always have matching outfits on, there's a good chance. <laughs> you know, like a matching top. And I'm like, eh, you're doing this for the gram. You know what I mean? Um, my boy it's Aaron. It's not like, a bad theory. It's not a bad theory. Yeah, it's pretty accurate, right? So uh, <laughs> it, the, the Squat University, he's always in shorts and a T-shirt. He's not here to put on a show. He's here to help as much as he can. Um, and then the other thing is also like reach out to us. I would gladly, gladly, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't need money. We don't need, I'd much rather someone be safe and, and have an idea of where to go and what direction to take with this journey versus just wandering around in the desert. Right. Like oh, I yeah. just, that's not ideal. Yeah. So, um, and I would even encourage some people if you, you know, if you don't want to get bogged down by all the, the fancy stuff and the distractions and the shiny object stuff, Make a, a burner account and then only go follow all those educational accounts that you want so that when you're ready for that information, then you can just digest and take it in and you're not distracted by all the flashy objects. You know what I mean? That's a great tip. It's a great tip. Yep. Okay. So now we're, we're in the gym. We have our membership. We've kind of explored, looked around. So at least we know what's there. Now, you you mentioned like, okay, I should go in with a plan. I should, you know, be planning this out before I ever get to the gym as far as what I'm going to be doing. So if I'm planning ahead, like how, where do I begin with creating this quote unquote workout plan? Where do I start with that, Aaron? Absolutely. So let's, first off, we got to pick how many days we're going to go in. So just for a little bit of research purposes, one day a week, research supports this. Um, we could go sit here and find 20,000 articles that uh, support this. One day a week will keep your strength with where you're at. So this is a really good thing to highlight for the people that have that all or nothing mindset, which I've struggled with myself. Um, and understanding that, hey, if you only get one workout in, you're not going backwards. And to me, if you're not going backwards, that's still progress in itself. So um, because you're already in the top five or 10% of people because you're actually taking care of yourself. Um, two days a week, we'll move the needle forward a little bit. So that's where we're going to start. Like how many days are we committing to as a coach? And I think you would, you would echo this pick realistic goals. Mm-hmm. Don't say I always get applications or like uh, new client questionnaires. And it's like, how many training days do you have? And it'll be like zero or one. How many days are you willing to? It'd be like six or seven. And I'm like, <laughs> slow your roll. Calm down. I love, I love the zest. I love the, you know, the enthusiasm, but let's just set at, it's so much easier to just set a realistic goal. So mm-hmm. if you're brand new, let's maybe start with two or three. I only go maybe four times a week. Some some weeks are three. Mm, I'm averaging like three and a half, four, right? Obviously, you can't count a half session, but you know what I mean. So um, 
And even in that, I'm not there for more than about 40 minutes, right? So two quick dynamic movements, a couple compound lifts, and then maybe one or two accessories if I have time. Um, that being said, well, I, I kind of jumped ahead. So first, let's pick pick the days. Like, let's plan it too. Like, that's part of our coaching is like, you have to have a plan, right? So um, let's commit that time to ourselves. And I think that's important to understand is when you break that commitment and you don't go, you're breaking it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're willing to sacrifice your commitment to yourself. And that's not a good position to start off at. Mm-hmm. So um, time blocks, literally set up, and, and that's a non-negotiable time. It cannot be, you know what I mean? Um, I think I've seen people that have implemented that strategy. It's been, a, it's been very effective. For sure. So and I know a lot of women too struggle with, you know, there's maybe changing schedules, whether it's having like a type of job or career that like their schedules yep. literally on different shifts, changing week to week, or if maybe their, their kids run their life. And because of that, their schedule is always yeah. changing. But I, I, with all respect towards that, for the most part, you usually for the week ahead know what that week's schedule is yep. going to look like. So while your schedule might change from one week to the next, if you just commit to say, hey, every Sunday night or every Monday morning, I'm yep. just going to look at what I have going on for this week and I'm going to write it into my calendar, whether it's a you know, old-fashioned pencil calendar or a Google calendar, whatever it is, I'm putting it in there and I'm treating it like an appointment that I cannot miss. That's where you start. Correct. 110%. 110%. It's a beautiful advice. So once we pick the days, now we can start breaking down into how are we going to plan this, right? So, and this is all preference. None of this is set in stone. I'm a, if I'm going two or three, I'm a full body all three days, right? Or two days. Um, if you go one day, full body for sure. Um, the reason is, again, research supports, if you hit the same muscle groups twice a week, you're going to see much more progression in strength and muscle building if we're providing the adequate nutrition in order to muscle build. So remember that, especially I know we have a lot more female listeners who have to eat in order to build muscle. This is very, very important. I can, and I'm not shaming or anything, I can absolutely go in the gym and find people who are under eating just by looking at them. Mm -hmm. I know because I've seen how frequent they come and how consistent they are with their weights. And I know, and they're pushing pretty decent weight, but you have to understand strength and building muscle are not exactly equal, right? So, um, Strength is a more of a neurological component, right? You're being able to recruit muscle fibers, whereas building muscle is actually giving the building blocks to the body and building more muscle. So um, still remember that if you want to build muscle, you have to eat. So hitting it twice, if you can, is ideal. Three times, even better. Still leaving 24, roughly 48 hours in between to recover. That's very important, right? Don't hit the same body parts back to back. It's inefficient, and you're not allowing the body to recover. Um, and it's it's going to lead to overuse and uh, overtraining. So once we picked out the days, now now we can start playing with the style. Um, so full body, I said, if we do four days, you could do. I, I've gotten away from this. You could do the classic bodybuilder and start hitting some like chest and tries or back and buys. And um, the the pro of that is you are annihilating the muscle right? Like you, you're doing like five movements, six movements on a single muscle group. That's taxing. Um, the con is overuse and overtraining, right? And it's typically what I see is if you're able to do five or six, uh, exercises for the same muscle, you're not going hard enough on the first two or three, mm-hmm. uh, types of exercises. Yeah. Right. I would so agree with that. That's, and yeah, I, I, I don't, I'll say too, like I've, 
ventured probably in all the different types of training. And that was absolutely yeah. always my least favorite was doing the body part splits. But yet I see it still being so just like common and popular when people first move into just like traditional yeah. going into a gym and weightlifting as they assume that that's what it's supposed to look like. But just like to kind of summarize what Aaron just said for us there, you guys, really what we typically are going to start with is full body workouts, whether that's yep. one day, two days, three days a week, as long as you're taking one day at least of rest between those workouts because you don't want to be hitting yep. full body back-to-back -back days. But as long as you're getting that rest in, that might be the most optimal for a lot of people, especially the beginners we're talking about here. Yes. And also understand there's science behind that too in the fact that if I annihilate the chest, the chest is not bigger than the quad and the glutes and the hamstrings, right? So if I annihilate the chest, I'm not going to have as much of a metabolic burn. So if your goal is weight loss, Full body and your body's trying to repair from head to toe, there's significantly increase in metabolic burn, right? And then at the end of the day, weight loss is calories in, calories out. So um, so there's strategy to it. It's not just like, nah, being lazy, I'm just going to full body, let's just hit everything. It, it's actually, it, it's strategic for sure. Mm -hmm. um, once we, and I agree with you, I think where that got so big is just the, bo the bodybuilding era just blew up, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger and then on. Um, and that's fine because they are, they have a different goal. They are trying to grow each in proportions and things like that, right? Like they're a little bit more strategic with the, you know, the ratio of exercises to certain ones and stuff like that. Um, I have seen phenomenal function improvement and muscle gain by hitting full, uh, I say full bodies. I'm on a four day, so I'm upper, lower, upper, lower, mm -hmm. right? But even in that, I'm not annihilating one muscle group, right? So um, I've seen significantly more progression there. So, um, and we can get into the four days a week, but I think for most people, three days is, is plenty, right? Um, so after that, then you got to choose, make it fun to choose exercises you like. If you don't like burpees, don't do burpees. I don't do burpees. I, I don't know if any of our programs have burpees because no. I just, I think maybe one at max. <laughs> I just hate burpees. I just think it's, it's cruel. If I'm not willing to do it, I'm not going to make someone else do it. And there really is no function to burpees. If you think about it, the only purpose of burpees is just get your heart rate up. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other more fun ways that I can do that if, and make it more, you know, to where you can adhere to the program. That's another big thing, too, is adherence at the end of the day is the number one determining factor for any type of success. So if it's something you don't enjoy, the likelihood of your adherence, unless you're just a machine, maybe military mindset, you know, I'm going to do it because I'm going to do it, right? Then it's probably not going to be you know, it's not going to be sustainable. Um, so after you choose your days, choose exercises you enjoy. Um, it's very simple. Look up all back exercises, make a full list of back exercises, look up all chest exercises and, and so on down each body group, right? Choose maybe five, six max. I wouldn't go over six. Um, as we're designing this, do two to three dynamic movements that are going to warm you up. Since we are doing a full body, I like full body movements. So something like a walkout with a push-up, right? So you kind of inchworm out, hit the push-up, inchworm back. That's literally hitting your calf stretch, hamstring stretch, core when you're in your plank position, uh, shoulders, chest, uh, pretty much it. I mean, like almost everything, you know what I mean? So um, there's a lot of other different things. So choose two to three dynamic warm-ups, movements, and then five to six of those lists that you made, right? And then keep that for four weeks minimum right? Don't even, 
I mean, I've seen people go through as long as an eight week to 12 week phase, meaning they're doing the same exercises. If you're someone that needs to be entertained, uh, part of me says, get over it, be an adult. The other part <laughs> of me says, uh, you can make what I've done for people is eight weeks and I make an A week and a B week. You mm, see what I'm saying? Yep. So, there so it's is like that alternating component. A and B. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're, you're, you know, first Monday, your odd week, your week one is going to be a week and then B week. And then you return back on that so that you can progress. Right. So what I mean by that is, and I've seen your information all over your Instagram page, progressive overload. That is the number one tool to building muscle outside of nutrition, right? They need to be paired together. So progressive overload means that week over week in the same exercise, you are increasing some type of component. So it can be increase the load, the motion, um, instability, uh, rest time can decrease or increase that type of stuff, right? Reps is probably the easiest one. People just do more reps. Um, Once you've topped out at 15 reps, there's not a whole lot of research that supports to go past that, that there's a whole lot of benefit. Um, That being said, that means it's time to go back down to like maybe six to eight reps, pick a heavier weight, and continue on. Um, One thing that's undervalued is tempo, tempo within movement. Uh, So much research. So so what I mean by that for, for newbies, is basically controlling. So the easiest one is a squat, right? So as you go down, go three seconds down, hold for a second, up two seconds or one second. Uh, if you do you, that, it's now, going to make the weight feel 10 times heavier oh, without God. changing your weights. So, you yep. know, we're going to get into talking a little bit about working out from home, but like if you work out from home and you have minimal nah. equipment, that's a, right Tempo. there, an easy, easy way to add intensity, add that progressive overload that Aaron was talking about. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, so once you, you've made your list, you've picked your exercises, you've applied them to the, you know, if you're going on a three-day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, something like that, then you stick with it. And I know it looks silly. There's tons of apps now. Um, you could use your notes in your phone. Uh, you got the classic bodybuilder with the notebook walking around, which I love. I just, I don't know why, but, um, and for me, I don't know how I do it, but I remember all my compound lifts, but I only do three for each day. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, uh, it's easier to do that, uh, when you don't have this complex, I think a lot of people, because of the shiny objects on Instagram and, and Facebook and TikTok, is they get so distracted by it. Um, that they just, it, they, we overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Very, very simple. There's a reason the squat has stayed around. There's a reason the deadlift has never left the program. There's a reason for all these things because they work. Yep. You know the I mean? most effective thing is not chasing the effective exercise that you see the Instagram person is telling you like, oh, this is effective to grow your glutes. And now you're jumping to do that exercise and you're jumping to another. The effective thing is to pick one exercise stick with it for like Aaron said, at least four weeks. You know, if you can do six weeks, eight weeks, it's going to be even better, but yep. you just add the intensity via weight, via uh, change yep. in rep scheme, via um, tempo, via all these different types of things that just make it harder and just test your increased strength, your increased power. And that is all for part one on training programming with Aaron Gilbert. If you have enjoyed this episode, if you've gotten some value out of it, make sure that you stay tuned for next week's episode where we're going to dive into part two and we're going to really, really uncover some awesome stuff. And if you stay tuned to the end, we even have a free resource that we're going to give you guys. So 
Make sure you're, you are subscribed if you're not already so you do not miss out on part two next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.